hello, hello. You're... Welcome back. It is episode 16. One six. Of the Rebirth of Life and Love Podcast. <laughs> you got Romo here, you got Felicia here, you know, the huge your but actually Wait, this not, is... not you intro in the pod and not letting me say my name. Okay, go ahead. Mr. Dad Swag, aka Swaggy Daddy, aka you see the hat. Is if you can't see it, you should hop on YouTube and watch because Rome has made some custom hats. Yes. The dad swag hats. My like, creative you can get shop. In some... Yeah, we, they might they might be for sale, you know, now that it's uh the holiday season and it's, you know, people are buying stuff. So if you wanna, you know, bless your dad with some swag. I, I feel like this. If you guys think he should make them so you can purchase them. Hit the comments, say dad swag, say put get this out to the public. We want them, okay? Dad I think swag. I like it. Thank you. I like you. <laughs> that's what we're uh, talking about today. We right? are. We are. We're we are diving into my love language. If you guys listened to episode 15, you heard us talk about like the seasons of relationships and we meant to talk about the highs and the lows, but I felt like we really hit on like the lows, which is fine because I think it's good to acknowledge what you've been through and what you've overcome. And we want to talk about some of the high moments and do an exercise with all of you that we hope you do with your partner. So we don't do a great job of always reflecting and patting ourselves on the back. I never pat myself on the back. I always think about the negative stuff that happened or like the stuff that I had to learn or get through. And then I keep moving forward. It almost like gets just packed in the bank. I think, Laura, I'm the optimistic. I feel like I'm the positive one where I always find the light in a situation. But I feel like this allows us both to come together and find the positive. So the clip I saw was labeled... Here's 16 questions to ask one another to reconnect and fall back in love. But we're going to use just a handful of these questions to reconnect and remember the good times and think about how we want to set ourselves up for next year. And maybe some of these seasons we've had not be so low, but have a little bit more of a higher tone to it, but also just so we don't repeat the same things we've been through. Okay. So the first question, what makes us a good team? What makes us a good team? And the answer to me is very simple. What makes us a good team is because we are opposites in a lot of aspects of life. We're opposite in upbringing. We're opposite in what we do. So there's almost truly no real gaps in our relationship because someone is going to be handling it. There's one person right now who is going to work and bringing in a majority of the money. There's one person who is keeping everything at home, you know, squared away between appointments, between um, milestones being reached, like all all that different stuff. And so I think it just helps that you're a in the moment person and I'm a future thinking person. Yeah, I would say all of that, but also is that we see ourselves as a team. And we don't see it as like, here's your role, here's my role. We know that those roles come together. We actually kind of do, though. We do see it as your role, my role. But the whole thing is, because we've spoken about that before, is that we didn't do a good job expressing roles in the situation. But we actually do do your role, my role. It's just a matter of we know 
that like to use a sports metaphor because it's just easier we know that we're both not going to be a scorer we know that one person's got to play defense one person's got to play offense and yeah we just look at it as the collective well then i guess well i'll elaborate more by your role my role i feel like we know the roles will evolve so what is your role right now won't always be your role no. and so that's why it's, i mean like we don't have these defined roles and like this is the only thing you can be and this is what you bring to our relationship it's Yes, you're stay-at-home dad right now, but that will evolve later. Yes, I'm doing what I'm doing right now, but can I pick up some of the things that you do as well? Yes. And so I think because of that, we do see ourselves as partners and as a team. I think some relationships don't see each other as a team. And so maybe one person's doing 80% of the work, other person's do 20. That's not a good team. No. And so we come together as me and you have to work well together to show our children how to show up for each other and has a family unit that we are a team. Yep. And truly, again, like, <clears throat> team is the operative word because, yeah. you know, even though, because I do want to say, it's unrealistic to say that things should never be 80-20 because there are times and there are circumstances in a relationship, there are seasons where things will be 80-20. Like, going to work is a big deal, but sometimes in the grand scheme of things, it's like going to work for eight hours versus like, you know, a lot of the other things that are going on can be looked at as an 80-20 ratio. Yeah. Now, on the flip side of that, going to work, doing public speaking, being a creator, and everything else can be looked at as 80% of the work as opposed to just watching the kids and getting them ready for bed. So, like, I do want to say that to say that there are seasons and there are times. I don't want you all to be naive and be like, 80, it's 80-20 this time, so I, it can't fly. Yeah. I just want to let you know and, again, give the expectation that there are time periods where it can be like that. Now, if it's sustained 80-20, you might have an issue and you might have to speak up because we all know situations that we yeah. can all think of. But I guess it depends on, so 80% of the work that brings in money or something, but I see it as there's so much value in being at home and handling appointments or diaper changes or managing a day that is, makes up that 50, 50, you know? And so that's what I'm saying. I think there's always those, conversation out there of 50-50 when it comes to splitting the bills, 50-50 when it comes to um, how you show up in your relationship. But so I just think that 50% evolves over time and what you value as the work you're putting in and what that partner needs. For sure. You know? It, it is about partner, household, like Everybody yeah. has needs, you know, and so it's the just house, a matter. The financials, mm -hmm. the kids, yourself, yeah. like your part. It, it, there's so Financial much that, future. Like there's it's, so it's much all, that goes into mm -hmm. it that, yeah, I guess like it could be 80, 20, 50, 50. But there's so many things that I feel like we don't account for that make up what the team needs. Exactly. Because it's, it's the intangibles. I mean, it's the perfect, yes. like, like in basketball, it's the intangibles <laughs> you you hustle, you do all the little things right that don't show up in the stat sheet. They're not points, rebounds, or assists. But you may get deflections that may not turn out to steals. You may cause, you know, a lot of havoc. You may cause 
the leading scorer to dip way below his scoring average. Like right. None of that stuff is shown on a stat, a stat sheet. So you just do whatever you have to do for your team to win. And I feel like that's where we're so yes. great is because we always do that. There's no shame. There's no, oh, my God, I have to be a stay-at-home dad now. Like, no, no, no. It's in this season, my son needs me to be very present and show up for him, especially because he's coming off of needing you for a good six and a half months of his life. Right. And now I can take over with some of the primary responsibilities. And even with our daughter, like our daughter still needs to continue to see me show up and make things, you know, accessible for her and to just be around because there's so many studies that that talk about specifically the kids that have their dads in their lives versus the ones that don't. Right, right. And you talked about um, the different roles and not being ashamed of certain roles. I think about like, how you were a team manager mm-hmm. and you were there at practice helping the ladies get right. Like there are some things where it's not seen in the game, but behind the scenes, the work is being done to make that person better. And so you being able to um, make dinner or do certain things behind the scenes allows me to show up better at work. Mm-hmm. And maybe those people at work don't know, like I'm able to function right now because I have an amazing husband at home. Ben had that. Who, yeah. And then, and, and Will, who is doing things that allow me to show up my best. And we've been talking about vice versa. Like, how can I help you show up your best with the kids, but also for yourself? So it's like food, preparing food. Like, I don't got time to do S H I. I don't got time to do, to do none of that. So it's like, all right, like, I'm going to just eat this cereal and this banana. But like I can go in and, and periodically because very much our lives are a routine. It was routine when we had Callie. Yeah. It's routine now, even with the toddler. He does certain things around certain times. So we have windows where we got to get him down for a nap. We know Callie eats at a certain time. We know he's going to get hungry around a certain yeah. time. So it's just like I know every single day my break, my only break might only be from like 1130 to 1230 because Callie's at school and he's napping. Right. And I don't got to like, granted, I'm listening for him, but I can just, all right, let me focus on me for, for a little bit. Yes. Okay. So next question is, what about our relationship makes you feel the most grateful? I'll start on that one. I am grateful that you don't have like this ego about yourself. Like when it comes to, I think it's like the role you play, but like when it comes to how you show up in our relationship, because you have always been so supportive of me shining, me doing what I need to do and always saying like, you are the face of our family. And I feel like a lot, a lot of men couldn't do that. I was going to say, let me, let me cook for a minute. Hold on. (laughs) Your ego is not here. It's not up here. It's like, you you just do what the family needs and I appreciate you loving on me for not just who I am, but who I will become. And you just pour a lot of not just love, but you pour Support. a lot of like huh? Support. Sec- and affirmations like security. Security. Like, but you're like, no, you can do this. Like whenever I'm doubting myself, here you come, like, now nah, you got this. Like the hype man in you doesn't allow you to say, no, I can't hype her up too much because she might shine too bright. You're like, no, shine brighter because it makes this family, takes us to another level. And so that is one thing I'm so grateful 
for you and what you bring to our family. Yeah. So here's the thing. A lot of people can't do this. I know this because I hear it all the time. I read it all the time. This has nothing to do with toxic masculinity, has nothing to do with toxic femininity. It has nothing to do with simping. This is what it has everything to do with. When you have a situation, there are things that need to be done and there are roles that need to be played. Society teaches you if you're a man, if you cannot handle this situation, then you are truly not the head of the household. There was this whole thing on the timeline that was talking about men who let their women work are feminine men, which is absolutely crazy. Oh. There's stuff on the timeline talking about men who let their women, who have their women problem solve. They are not the head of the household. They are mm. feminine men. And so the reason why I am different is because my situation is working. My wife is happy. My family, even though we're, you know, holding on by duct tape, my family or my kids are thriving. <laughs> so that's, 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 that's what, well, again, I'm, let me speak for myself. I'm yeah. hanging on by duct tape. My kids are thriving. And the reason being is because, like she said, the ego, you can be a Ferrari body and have someone be the Ferrari engine. And there's no like. That that's not a downgrade for me because you need each other. Right. The engine needs the body and the body needs the engine. Because if the body, if a Ferrari body had a Honda engine, it would not work. You gotta be aligned and you gotta Great have job. you gotta have two things that match up. And so when I told her, it's just like they do in politics, when they have two candidates from a certain party and one candidate is starting to pull away. Now you withdraw and all your support is within this candidate. That is not an indictment on you. That is not an indictment on me for letting my wife shine. My wife, because of her track background, because of her education, because of her household she came from, because of the person she is, because of her extroverted nature, because of all that stuff has been able to be in rooms that I haven't been in, has been able to get opportunities that I haven't gotten, and I'm okay with that. So she's over here. So what do I look like if I'm holding her back? Right. So I am like, nah, 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 nah. Let's go. Like you, you can be, you can be all of that. Yeah. But you still need an engine. Right. And so I'm like, let me do the engine. Let me be the. Uh, I was gonna make a Johnson family reunion. You guys don't watch. You guys don't watch <laughs> movies like that. But let me be. Let me let me put that engine together. Uh, love don't cost a thing. Alvin Johnson builds the engine in the car. Let me be that powerful engine that gets him a scholarship and yes. let you let you go. And we gonna take off because we take off together. We, we do. We need each other to take we off do. together. There is no masculinity, femininity, weak man, strong man. You do what you need to do for your family. Yes. So if the you if you think that makes you look weak, brother, you got more problems than what you think you actually really have. Well, it says a team means to come together as a team to achieve. A common goal when you say use it as a verb is teamed up and so like our common goal like we are trying to achieve one thing and that's for our family to thrive that is for financial what, freedom it's, it's for a lot of things a lot of things i should say there's not just one goal there's a handful of goals but they all come together and we need each other to both be uh moving at 100 percent and what we do best y'all really be talking and then just have like <clears throat> 
a, a woman hold you down and be like, I did this, I, I, I thrived and I did this. Yes, it's because you have somebody holding you down and well, vice versa. Okay, like, well, you, you went off. You went off, and so I feel like you already said what you're grateful for this relationship. So we, this is like a, a nice little segue into question number three, which is what makes our relationship different to other people's relationship, and why do you like it this way? I'm going to let you answer that one because you, you've already like teed it up a little bit. Why do I like it and why it's different? Because we can be us. There's no judgment. There's yes. no shame. Like I'm not working, but I'm still big daddy. I'm still swaggy daddy. You are. So like, there's no looking down upon me. There's no feeling like I'm not carrying my weight because we each know where we're trying to get. We know the milestones we're trying to hit. Right. We know we want to upgrade home sometime. We know that we want to make sure that the kids are financially secure. We know that there are things that we want to do and travel to like New Edition in Vegas. There are things that we we want to do and you have to work for. And so it makes us different because we know that we can count on each other. Right. There's, a, there's security there. There's security that will be there for each other. But I feel like what makes our relationship different is because we don't care about what the ideal relationship looks like or what others think of our relationship. Like there's a couple of things. Rose not wearing his wedding ring right now. I don't wear it. And I haven't worn it for three months. And that's and, and that's <laughs> I okay. I with him, like, okay, you need to put that on. But I, I'm not out there thinking like, whoa, you're not wearing it. People are watching and see that you don't have it on. They think there's something going on. Like, I, that's not crossing my mind, you know? And so, like, that's just one small example. Rome not working right now. They're like, oh, what can they afford? Or what are they doing with no, like, and I, I feel like when you create these boundaries and put your relationship and your family as the priority, you start to realize that you have to do what's best for your family and for your spouse's needs and no one else. And so when people have those opinions or you see how someone else is moving, that works for them. That's not us. They are not us. They don't have our maybe issues. They don't have our... Um, personalities, all the things that make us who we are. And so I feel like that's what makes us different is that we don't try to compare to someone else's story. Well, we also don't try to fake it that we're holier than thou and that we're perfect. And I think that's kind of like shows you how we showed you our journey with Callie. Like we said, we want to be vulnerable. We want to be real. Let's show people what we're going through and how we will overcome it. And I feel like not a lot of people do that. And because people are so afraid to be judged by people. Yes. There's so many people who live in fear. I hear it all the time. I hear that I wanted to, to post my family. Or I wanted to post this, but I didn't because I don't want this to happen. And it's just like, yeah, you are more than entitled to your opinion on that. But also, I'm going to continue to do what I'm doing. And like Deion Sanders said... If my confidence offends you, that's an indictment on you, Ooh. not me. Ooh. And it's also, I've had to learn this. Whose opinion really matters? Because someone can have an opinion on us who see a, a small snapshot of our lives and I don't even know them personally. I don't care about what they think. I care about what you think. I care about what our kids think. I care about as they get older, the life that we've created for them 
and not having them to go to therapy and deal with trauma from the life that we gave them. And so that's what I care about. And so when you put your priorities right and you start to think about whose opinion really matters, how do you think about yourself? Not how others think about you because how you carry yourself really is what sets the tone for others. And it's crazy because you all, we, we've all seen it. We've seen it in the comments, all that stuff. All, all y'all have an opinion and everybody is entitled to their opinion. Right. But I can also, I'm also entitled to say <laughs> your opinion. <laughs> okay, so the fourth question, and again, I hope you all are out there writing these down and do this as a practice with your spouse or partner, but how has our love challenged you to be a better person? Yeah, it's exactly like I said before. I, you know, let, let's let's give the real answer. You um, were afforded things that I was not afforded. And so, like, I can't lie and say there wasn't a uh, motivation to kind of, like, keep up up here. Uh -huh. Because my whole thing is, like, if you're going this direction and I'm just being stagnant, you know, then the, it can't work because there's going right. to be too much distance crossed. So it's like, I can say it's, it's, uh, I don't want to say force, force is a bad word. It is, uh, inspiring me to be better because it's like, I, you know, again, I will never come from a two parent household. I'll never know how it feels to not have a chronic illness, but just some of the things, you know, I've also, some of those rooms that you've been able to get in, I've also been able to kind of like create my own lane and my own space. And so I think a lot of it is that it's like the, the motivation and the empowerment to be better, not only to be better, like self-worth standpoint, yes. but knowing that what the plan is for our children and knowing, okay, it's going to take effort from both of us to get there. And I know that it's, you know, kind of more about like life than love, but I think that's a, that's a part of it. It's just like, there's the trust and the security there that I have the space to do whatever I need to get to where I want to go. It's right. like we should, we talked about in a previous pod about how to support your partner's um, goals and right. desires. Like how do you how do you get there? And I think half of it is actually giving someone the runway or the space to get there. Ooh. So how have you challenged me to be a better person? I felt like. Before I care, I did care a lot what people thought of me or the people pleasing just from my upbringing. And you don't give two Fs about what others think. And that is what I learned from you is challenging me to not overthink, to not get caught up in my own head, to not get caught up in what others are saying. Because like you said, I'm a work in progress, y'all. What I just talked about was something that I definitely feel like has shined through since we've been married. But prior to that, that wasn't something that I could really honor and say that I was practicing and it's taking time. And so you've challenged me in that way of like, our family's what's important. Stop caring about other people's opinions and focus on who you are. And I love that. I love that I've been able to get that from you, but also you're a realist. And so sometimes I get these like big dreams and like, we can do this, we can do that. And you challenged me to slow down, be in the moment and not get too caught up on planning the next thing. Because it's not so much, are. yeah, because it's not so much about like, it's not so much about disrupting those dreams or anything like that. It's more of like a, okay, with everything going on, explain to me how. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's, that's when it's like, yeah, oh yeah. I'm trying to yeah. pack every single day with all the things and he's like, no, fine. One thing, because all you're going to do is burn yourself out. 
and then you won't even be able to enjoy all the things you have planned. Yeah. And burning out's a domino effect. It's like you talked about having to work and having to be a mom and all this stuff like that, being a creator. It's like you get burned out on one thing and it's like everything else is going to start suffering a little bit because you can't really spend much time, you know, much more emotional time with the kids because you're burnt or like you can't put as much, you know, pro, uh, as much effort into a project because you're burnt, you know. So it's it's more kind of like you said, helping you with those boundaries because yeah. you were so much of like a you would drive to to Vegas to see somebody, you know, just to be there for two hours when they wouldn't do the same. And I always was just like, all right, you know, just remember what your real priorities are. Your real priorities are these four people, these three people right here in yeah. front of you. Okay, so this was just an exercise that, like I said, I want you all to do. We will come back. We've got another juicy topic, an article that we saw that we will talk about next week. And it's really and more diving. of these questions. And yeah, there's, six, there's 16 there's, questions. Yeah. So we'll talk about more of these questions or answer more of these questions. So this is just the start. Thank you for tuning in. Subscribe, like, do all the things. Share our podcast with someone else. And in the comments, talk about how you plan and set yourself up for a successful year moving forward and what you and your spouse yes, yes. do to reflect and plan. All right, y'all. Bye.